You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I'm sitting here in the studio with a very funny comedian. He is an entrepreneur. He is an ex-radio DJ right here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Barry Taylor in the house, everybody. Make some noise wherever the fuck you listen to this thing. What's going on, buddy? Did you hear all that noise they made, Barry? Yeah. (laughs) That was great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming. Um... This is uh, is this any is this like the setups you saw down at one hundred two point one the edge? Oh or what? man, this is actually this is nicer. It's more comfortable. <laughs> I like this a lot. Didn't have a bed down there, right? Eh? No, God, no. That's no uh, that's when we met way back. Uh, fuck, that's like ten years ago, buddy. How how did we meet though, man? We met um through my was it through those two broads we were just talking about. Yeah, before? those two that's broads right. we were just talking about. My um, ex, your ex girlfriend, and my. Best friends, ex-wife. Yeah, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> that's how uh, that's how we came together. Couple quality ladies. Well, but, but then it was also uh, the 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 uh, just hitting some open mics at the McVeigh's. Yeah. Well, I think you and I kind of started around the same time, no? Yeah. You you hit the ground running. I didn't really do anything with it until. Huh. I was uh first set I ever did was two thousand eight, and then it was like, I don't know. I just kind of bounced around, didn't really get into it, and then. Okay. I say my starts like eight years ago when it was the first time I did it was 10. I don't know. It's all okay. convoluted, whatever. Yeah. I think it's just me trying to tell myself that I haven't been in the game long enough. Right, right to be to, to feel be bad. Like, well, I haven't got this because I haven't been here long. Yeah. Every day. That's what <laughs> yeah, I tell myself. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. old McVeigh's days. Those were fun, man. Those mm-hmm. were some good days. Yeah, getting, getting fucking shit can. You used to come over to my place every Wednesday for burgers. Yep. That's right, the old uh, over at the, Shooter. Yeah, the Jazz Building on Church and Shooter. Which, did you know the Starbucks? They're closed. Oh, shit. How does a Starbucks close that in, was like, in downtown Toronto? Like how? A ten year, 10-year business, gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, I hate Starbucks. You a coffee guy? Yes, yeah, and I don't actually mind Starbucks. I feel dumb paying, obviously, the prices for it, but I never get the fancy drinks, but just a regular coffee. Is a regular coffee a fucking outrageous price there, too, or? Two fifty, I want to say, Two and that's 60? too much. I mean, what's a Tim Hortons cup of like piss? a bucks, bucks sixty, maybe, oh, worth every I penny think. too, eh? Yeah, it's just shit. Your coffee, really? You're not a coffee guy, obviously. No, no, no. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm on, a, I'm on a, a war against the fast food industry. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like, uh, I don't like one time use materials. Interesting. I don't like a place where you go and you throw out your plate afterwards, you know? Oh, wow. I like to sit in a restaurant, eat with a metal fork that somebody's going to wash after. Good for you. I'm, I'm doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> doing way more than I am. Do you know our mutual friend, uh, Tim Golden, actually, oh. is on a streak where he doesn't eat at places that advertise on television. Uh, yeah. You got that from me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's, I got him on that. Th- it's an incredible... And he's still on it, to what I... Th- yeah, I th- it's uh, it's tough. I think uh, I cracked um, in, uh, in coming from Edmonton to Calgary. The guy driving me wanted to leave at 7 in the morning, which is always fun after a weekend of comedy. Yeah. And uh, we had to do A&W breakfast, and that was the one time this oh, year. Oh, but how eaten. good was it, though? It was pretty shit, actually. Really? It's very disappointing. I remember when I used, because I, I used to avoid eating McDonald's, and then I'd be like, fuck it, man, I need a Big Mac. And then you'd go eat it, and be like, this Ugh. is fucking garbage, Yeah, man. yeah, definitely. Um, but I think because I, uh, I've been trying to eat real food, 
Yeah. Um, and not so much processed shit. I think when you eat the processed shit, you're like, eh, it's lost its appeal. It is disgusting, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I bet those, I could still eat four McDoubles, I bet. Yeah, well, I mean, especially if you've been drinking. And, and now chicken nuggets come in 48 packs. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, of I know. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a documentary on alcohol the other day, and they had, there was scientific evidence that you actually do eat, consume more food when... When you're drunk? When you're drunk, yeah. Well, I, I, they needed science to... <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Christmas is coming, man. I'm a pig at a dinner oh, party. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Give me the hors d'oeuvres, everyone. Yeah. Actually, shit, I can't say Christmas is coming because oh, no, this cause... podcast isn't airing until January 14th, just in time for the Icebreakers Comedy, Icebreakers Comedy Festival. Festival. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I can't. Fifth annual? Sixth? Sixth. Sixth annual? Sixth, sixth. Congrats to you, man. That's Thank awesome. you. Um, speaking of Tim Golden, too, uh, by the way, uh, one of our uh, one of our only listeners. Uh, we love you, Timmy. Great uh, man. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, you and him, my first friends in this crazy thing called comedy. Yeah, he's. it's funny. He's one of the first people I met as well. Mm-hmm. I met him. He headlined the first show I ever did at McVeigh's. And, oh yeah, yeah, and he was uh, he was very nice to me. And then uh, I would like I think he was one of the only guys that would actually talk to me when I I'd show up anywhere. Yeah, he's he's easily one of the nicest people in comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he I think it was the old Fox and Fiddle show. I used to bump into him every once in a while on the Sundays. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Um, yeah, he and uh, Monty Scott. I they make me laugh harder than anybody in comedy. Those yeah, two. Yeah, Monty's Monty's a gem. Yeah. Guy, uh, poor guy had a little accident leaving um, the Foggy Dew last year. That's what I tell everyone. He was not at a party at my house. <laughs> oh, he, that's right. He, oh, yeah. oh, it was your? That's <laughs> yeah, it right. was my place. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Fell no, I'm pretty stairs, sure it was yeah. the Foggy Dew he yes. was at. For insurance purposes. <laughs> right before Brian O'Gorman pushed him down those stairs, everyone. <laughs> Amazing. I'm yeah. covering my ass here. Yeah, no, I, I, remember, uh, I remember Monty from back in those days, too. It was, uh, I don't know, He was. he's always been a... He's always been Monty. Yeah, oh yeah, he's <laughs> the exact same guy. Like, oh shit, this is real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. buddy, yeah. buddy, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's a good um, man. I'm glad he uh, he got a got him and his lovely girlfriend out of that basement at 90 to come see. They have a nice apartment now. Very nice. Yeah, they're 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 back in the east where Monty belongs, eh? Yeah. Mon- yeah. Monty tried to masquerade as a West Ender for a while. It's not, it's not him. It's so funny too because it's they're in a nice neighborhood though. This like apartment's part of a house and. Uh, and the first time I went there, I was like, "Buddy, you can't, you can't come home here at night. Like, what do you? Do they know about you yet? Or fucking? You know, it's like, hey, no, it's fine, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. He'll, he'll be throwing them a a patty on the uh, barbecue at three in the morning. <laughs> hey, I just fired up the queue. That's that's yeah. my barbecue, Monty. <laughs> he left yeah. he left his at ninety to come see the one with no stand. It was just at the top of a barbecue, sitting on cinder blocks, and just ah. grease dripping onto the. Uh, Onto the uh, patio. <laughs> He's a hell of a man. A great man, Monty Scott. Yeah. Have we had Monty on this thing? I think oh. I tried to get him. I was trying to get the whole Tecumseh house. Oh, that'd be good. That's I want to a... book a, a dope and Mike show, ever, like just 90 Tecumseh comics. That's like, amazing. Past and present. That's and, a great uh, idea. Just uh, see, see what stories ensue. <laughs> Pat Bircher was actually talking about making a little documentary about that house. It's insane what I... goes on over there. That... I, I use it a lot as a, a shortcut to Tecumseh. 
Come oh, through, yeah? I come through the alley, through their backyard, through the kitchen. <laughs> I'm right under the cup <laughs> Just say hi going they by. I'm sure they don't even notice. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. Yeah. We even got Alex chirping in on that yeah. one. How you doing, Alex? Good, Jeff. This is my Baba Jewy over here. Oh, oh, very nice. <laughs> well, they help in the industry. I know he, uh, he used to have a microphone. What happened? Didn't uh, feel like talking today. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Likes to chime in every now and again. Speaking of um, Jews in the industry, mm. uh, Marito Lopez, we had him on this. <laughs> we had him on this podcast, and he was so upset to find out that Golden wasn't Jewish. That's right. Because he was like, <laughs> and he's a lawyer, and he's like, I thought. He goes, I thought I had a Jewish producer for my album. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he was so mad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was early in the going, too. That where... curly-haired lawyer with the last name Golden is an Irish Catholic. Very, <laughs> yeah, very weird. It's not cool. Yeah. What are you going to do, though, eh? Yeah. Maybe, I, I, I've seen his penis. He's not lying, either. Oh, good. He's, he's uh, full-skinned. Full <laughs> <laughs> a brethren. Mm-hmm. That's great. Anyway, Tim, you got a beautiful dick, and you should be happy about it. He's not listening anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's get down to you there, BT, before you were a, a titan in this crazy industry running yeah. comedy records. Yeah. Um, just, a, just a little boy from Hamilton, eh? Yeah, grew up in Hamilton. Right and in then, the city proper? Or? Uh, yeah, until grade seven, and then we moved to Ancaster in the ah. suburbs, which is like, it may as well be Beverly Hills. Like I may, <laughs> And it's, both my parents were teachers, which is a nice, you know, mm-hmm. middle class thing, but uh as soon as you move to ancaster you you lose all credibility in hamilton yeah. like it's over <laughs> and and my credibility was thin in the first place because i lived in the west end near mcmaster university oh, that's the nice part and it's i mean it's yeah it, it's fine it's just not <laughs> it's terrifying right like it's near university so there's i don't know homes you know what i mean like it's fucking but yeah as soon as you as soon it's as, not like by mohawk where it's just junkies no. everywhere <laughs> yeah and then i mean i moved I moved back downtown Hamilton for college, and that was like I got mugged. Like that was legit in Hamilton. You know, I got my stripes <laughs> it's back. It's nice to be home. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, moved to Toronto after after college. And um, well, let's let's uh, let's slow down there, buddy. Let's get yeah. down to the childhood, Barry Taylor. Um, oh man. You got you got a sister. I've I've met your sister. Yep. Got one older sister. Yeah. Um. And oh, you know, you're the youngest. Yeah. That's it's just the right, two of eh? us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She have some hot friends growing up. There were a couple. A couple. Um, <laughs> yeah, a couple. I mean, there's a five-year difference between us, so oh, yeah. it, was, it was a bit tougher, but... I, I, my oldest brother's five years older than me, but I got another one uh, your age, actually. How many brothers do you have? I got two brothers. And a sister or no? I got a stepbrother. Oh, okay. Um, and the stepbrother's my age? No, my uh, middle brother's your age. 1978, that's when you were yeah, born, right? 78, yeah, buddy. 1978, that's when my wife was born. Oh yeah, that's she just had her fortieth too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how you right. how you coping with being forty? <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Really? It's uh, I don't mind it to be honest, but a lot of it is just like, it's just a big it's, reality check. It's you know, what uh, I mean? very psychological. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those numbers that looms on you, like oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, we're like I'm here. This I gotta is, have my shit together. Yeah, this is what this is what I'm contributing to the world right now. <laughs> and it's like ah, oh, shit. Don't worry, I was there when you turned thirty. It's just, uh, there's no changes. <laughs> no, there, there literally isn't actually. Yeah. Um, was there religion in your house? Oh, but before I realized uh, recently that I, uh, I I was born in 1980, February 1980, so I'm an 80s kid, uh, but I'm 70s come. Oh, that's good. So that's good, good. I was, I was shot into my mom in uh, the late 70s. Okay. 
So I'm that happy counts, about that. Yeah, sure. I think so. I yeah, think yeah, life, life yeah. begins at conception. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've said that ever since I've known you. That's, <laughs> that's always been your thing. <laughs> uh, religion in the house? I grew up Catholic. Yeah, went to church until I was 19, and then you were still going to church regularly. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, just had that guilty conscience thing, I guess. I was Catholic too. I never the the never the guilt never got to me. I never really gave a shit. I became an altar boy for a bit, but it was because my uh, my cousin died in a car accident. I was very confused and oh, was looking for answers, but I never found them, and I never it never kept me around. No, they asked me several times to be an altar boy, and I just refused every time. Uh, I was just like, I can't do it. Good benefits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the wafers you can eat, I mean. Right, right. <laughs> and then, yeah, but I went to public elementary school, but then Catholic high school... Just because the public elementary school is closer to my home. So but you went through all the... Uh, the yeah, the confirmation the and the of communion. Catholicism. And... Did you... Because I, I remember I went to the Catholic uh, elementary school and I remember um, we had like two kids that would always show up just for like religious stuff. Like they'd right. come in and like get yeah. first communion with us. So you, yeah, you yeah, joined, I was that guy. I was you, one you, of yeah, those you guys. you joined the school and... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's for the... Yeah, all the, that Bible learning. And I guess you're... Uh, th- this was... Your parents were quite into this too. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't think my dad didn't grow up Catholic, but he, whatever, converted when he married my mom. My mom grew up Catholic, and then they, like, they were church every Sunday. They read, you know, like they were readers at the thing, the whatever readings. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. the uh, hymns or the psalms. Yeah, or I don't know. like yeah, the first reading is brought to you by. Uh, <laughs> and then I just always went and and kind of thought it was the right thing to do. And then by the time I turned. I don't know, 20 or 21, I was just like, this is... Your parents still going? No, they've bailed now. They don't even go anymore. How long did it take them to bail after you... Uh... Not, I think like a few years. I Because I told them I wasn't going, and I was just like, I, I just, I was like, I don't think this is the right thing to do. I was like, I don't think these people have the best intentions. And then that's sort of like, they're like, oh. And then I think just as the whole, you know child rape started just getting more and more <laughs> publicized they're like all right yeah we're good yeah, that makes sense let's yeah. get him out of there yeah yeah so uh yeah no they haven't gone in a few years now i mean did what like did you so was your family going when you grew up no it was okay I, there was like chunks of time okay. where i don't know maybe my dad's catholic guilt got to him and he figured he didn't need to atone for things and yeah. then it was like i remember there was a a year or two when i was a kid um like under 10 and then it it kind of just petered out and then once my cousin died i was 10 years old that's when my dad was like we're going where everyone's going to church and like the whole family started going to church and then they're like we need altar boys i'm like i want to do this um but like i think like maybe i was an altar boy for like three years i think my parents ducked out after like six months oh they're like no ah, yeah that wasn't doing it for us and i was like <laughs> locked into this shit and it was oh man but like uh they would never even come to church when i was an altar boy like at first wow. they would and then it was like one or the other like uh you take them this week and then it started to just be like i just get dropped off out front Amazing. Like, there you go. I'll that be is, back. I'll be back great. here at eight o'clock. Wow. So you're clearly the best person in your family. Yeah. And uh, I think like this is a funny thing because the priest I was under 
uh, not under, but um, he is currently in prison for fucking kids. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have any idea? When no, you there was like, but I never did uh, any extracurricular shit with the uh. church, and I lived, um, I lived far away from it, so I couldn't like ride my bike down there on a Saturday afternoon or anything. Like, okay, I was dropped off and picked up for mass. That was it. Right. So, so I don't know if there was like I couldn't even remember the kids who were also altar boys. Yeah, wow. To be like, hey man, did he did he did he fuck did you? Did he get up in there? Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad because it is in in on paper, in, in theory, it's a nice idea to have, you know, a weekly gathering of like minded community people. It's just when you get those child molesters running things, yeah, you know, yeah. they kinda That's um that's that's why we invented pubs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a daily meeting of yeah. like minded people. <laughs> Way more vocal on their opinions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now that's that's crazy that your parents didn't even stop going. So what about like Christmas? Does there? You guys no, all... man. No, not even that. No, I think. No, no, not even holidays. Not even Easter. No. With that, um, no. being churchgoers growing up, was it like a strict Catholic household as well? Like, not really. Were you saying prayers before meals and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we did actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like respectful, yeah. sit at the table, yeah, yeah. take your hat off. Say, yeah, I would say grace and, oh, we ne- never wear the hat. No, 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 no. They lose their minds. My, yeah. my dad was quick to smack a hat off yeah. at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But, but he, he purposely would also catch a bit of your face, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents were pretty strict. Like, I had a curfew all through high school that was always earlier than my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were also like, very lenient in terms of like what I wanted to do with there's well they're educators they're, they're, yeah. they're smart people yeah they would always just kind of like if I did something and I screwed up or whatever they'd just be like hey man it, like it's your life like mm-hmm. if this is what how you want to handle it yeah you, go nuts you want to you want to be 40 and have accomplished nothing yeah <laughs> in hindsight they were so right yeah that's uh, the thing that's 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 something that'll hit you when you turn 40 buddy You're yeah just but do like, you think like um, are you disappointed with yourself at 40? I'm, I'm getting more comfortable with the choices I've made where, mm-hmm. cause you know, a lot of well, our we're, we're, friends have kids. And yeah, but that's not our life, man. We're no, fucking exactly. comedians, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which is, I'm just kind of, um. I think I find their fucking lives weird. Yeah. Well, they all get up at like six in the morning yeah. with a kid, yeah. you know, and I'm just I, like, I'm not, oof, I can't do that. No chance. No. Uh, I'm 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 uh, considering getting a dog, and Kira's like, "You're gonna have to wake up early and walk it." And I was like, "Ah, fuck." Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> you guys have a backyard, though, don't you? No, no, we just got a little uh, patio. Oh no, that's right. I yeah, had um, yeah, right, right, right. I had uh, me and my ex-wife had a house out in Ajax and had a fenced-in backyard. That was easy dog. Yeah, happened. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Slide yeah. open the, the patio door. See you later, bud. Yeah. Bark no. when you're ready to come back <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, yeah. No. Did you have animals growing up? Yeah, yeah, we always had a, a dog and a cat at least, or whatever. I like uh, my, like animals. My my wife's under the impression that dogs and cats can't live together because I'm like, hey, let's get a dog. She's like, but the cat. I'm like, it's not the first cat to ever live with a dog. But yeah, we always had both. She's very protective. You know, it's a, I never I like I always you know like the cats we would have in the family, but I always preferred dogs. And then uh, my girlfriend's mom has a cat that we look after sometimes, and I am a big fan of this cat. Yeah, it is very much like a dog. It like comes to the door I, when you that, get home and like what, rolls around. It's it, pretty cool. Kira's Kira always says our 
cat. I see like a dog. Yeah, well, your but cat, when I came over today, came to the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's, he's right up in your grill when you get there. He likes to hug you, too. That's cool. See, I like that kind of cat. Um, Yeah, no, he's a cool cat, man. I, I have nothing against this cat. Uh, He's not a dog, uh, as much as Kara well, wants to say he's a dog. No. Um, but, uh, I don't know. More, uh, another animal is just more another responsibility. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've, I, well, I, I don't know. I think that, that to what we're talking about is like we've both gone out of our ways to have as few responsibilities as possible at this point. Yeah, but I think we're, we're also, uh, we both go out of our way to have a lot of responsibility as well. In, I'm like comedy wise. Like oh, you, yeah. You're running fucking comedy records. I got my best. Yeah. I got a yeah, yeah, weekly yeah. show. I got this beautiful podcast here on Never Sleeps Network. Never Sleeps Network. Well, I mean, it's funny. It's like sounds, you know, whatever i'm sure any of my friends that have a kid would kill me but it's almost like those are kind of like our kids yeah well it's it's my general focus spend, yeah and you spend a lot of a lot of time on it right yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. as we know a lot of comedians are uh not the easiest to deal with they I, are very childlike you know? i know and i'm sure once comedy records turns 40 years old you hope it has accomplished something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah god like if bit. I if if Icebreakers does its fortieth year and it's uh, still living in my basement, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a little upset. Get it the hell out! Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sports growing up. Yeah, played basketball. Do you know I've never I've never played a game of hockey in my life. What you, What are you like on skates? Not good. No. Not good. No. And I remember uh, my dad because my dad grew up playing hockey and he would take me to skate as a kid. And I just hated it. I was like, it's freezing in here. Like, why, are we, <laughs> why are we doing this? This yeah. is so dumb. And then uh, he's like, all right, play basketball. And then... I, I remember how fucking like you'd sweat up a storm playing hockey because you're wearing so much shit. And then you just sit in cold, yeah. <laughs> sucking <laughs> it's just, It really is a horrible idea. I always hated uh, pond hockey when you're a kid, oh. having to put your shoes on at the end of it. Right. I was just, I always dreaded that. <laughs> Everything about it, man. I, I just, anything cold. I snowboarded when I was in high school, and I remember one time going up the lift, and the wind was whipping in our face. We were freezing. I was like, why? Why am I doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this right now? We could be in my basement playing video games high. Like, what? This is the dumbest idea. So, were you a gamer as a kid? Uh, just like the, I mean, it's almost the same as now. Like, I really liked uh, Madden football and. Mostly the sports games, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really have like like I the first thing I got I think was Sega Genesis. I got yeah I got I got uh, I I was a Sega Genesis kid. I, yeah. Before that I had a Commodore. Oh shit! Wow. And, and an Intellivision. I don't know. If oh, I remember Intellivision. Yeah, 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 buddy. It was like ColecoVision was Atari's like poor little brother, and then Intellivision <laughs> was below that somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Pong, had, yeah, Pong was an Intellivision, right? Pong was. The original? Was I think, that? Wasn't Pong originally just its own game? How was that? Okay. I think that's what it was, and you'd hook it up and. Yeah, that sounds right, actually. Um, but I don't know. It could. I could be wrong. I. Uh, I. I don't know. Yeah. I did buy a retro gaming system though, uh, which is it's very tiny. It's got like ten thousand games on it. Such a good idea. Yeah. And uh, it's great for being on the road. Yeah. Uh, just bring it to the hotel room. Um. Hooks. And it goes into the TV. Like, yeah, it's an HDMI. Hooks right into the TV. One plug. And uh, me and Tyler Morrison were playing uh, NHL 96 for an Oh, shit. Yeah, we nice. spent a weekend in London, just 96 the whole weekend. <laughs> that and Road Rash 3. Oh, 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 nice. I started playing Road Rash, and I was like, these graphics suck. Maybe I should just play Road Rash 3. 
thinking there'd be uh, an upgrade. No, it's no, the same. No. It's it's like they used the same program and then just added like you could have different weapons. Just a chain. longer chain. <laughs> yeah. There was no chains in the original. It was just you were all fist. Really? Yeah, I think it was number two came out like now you've got weapons. Oh, okay. I remember because wasn't there there was a lead pipe, a chain, and a bat? No, yeah, I think that? the chain didn't come until three. Oh, okay. But there was right. the the pipes and the bats were in number two. And two and number one, you just got the you hit. You just punch people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. I didn't know. And that. do the kick too. You could do a kick. Holy lord! All right. Road rash. Wow. I uh, I I wanted a Nintendo so bad when I was a kid, and uh, we missed the boat on that. But by the time my mom was like, "Okay, we're gonna buy you guys a system," um, Genesis was already out. And right. uh, I was still like, we got to get a Nintendo. And my brother's like, no, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> that shit's done. And uh, we got a Sega Genesis. I remember like, I remember unboxing this thing. It was so, such a vivid memory. Yeah. And then like playing um, Sonic the Hedgehog for the first time. Amazing my fucking game. mind blew up. Yeah. And now you play it and you're like, oh, this, is, this really isn't that good. <laughs> no. Yeah, that mine came with Altered Beast. I don't know if you had a... I remember Altered Beast. It was pretty good. I got it now on this retro thing. I've got oh, everything, nice. baby. Shinobi, you want to come play Shinobi? Whoa, I like me some ninjas. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, though, that was a that was like a moment like that. And I, yeah. the first EA Sports NHL hockey, yes, that was a Christmas present for me in grade nine, and that's like one of my all time greatest presents. Like, yeah, I remember that. That um, game was just insane. I remember being very disappointed when the second one came out because mm-hmm. NHL hockey came out in 1992. Yep, and then. 93 was it was just called nhl pa 93 PA. and there was no more team logos but you got everyone's name right as because the uh the union wouldn't agree with the league so they had to like go with either one yeah and the fighting in nhl pa went all the way like board to board do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah, sideways yeah, 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 but the yeah. first one was just like a little short yeah, yeah. and then um and then uh when uh nhl 94 came out it was like names and logos and you're like this is it's just so crazy. Yeah, it really was. And blood. When you, yes, that's yeah. right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Put someone down, fucking blood. The ice, yep. or the, uh, you break the glass. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Uh-huh. Those little upgrades, man. I remember the one year in Madden, it upgraded to the point where the, an ambulance would come on the field if you got injured. And it's just oh, like, yeah, I remember. Holy yeah, they fuck, just run you off the stretch. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Yeah. I had, I had uh, Joe Montana's football for Genesis. Oh, and game. there was this... Um, if I needed a touchdown, I would. There was one play they could not stop, <laughs> and it was uh-huh. the halfback pass. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'd take the snap, and I'd run away from the halfback guy, and then everyone would run one way, and I'd like throw it to the <laughs> halfback. <laughs> and then he would just launch it down the field, touchdown every time. <laughs> I remember my, if I was playing my brother, and that he, I'd mo- use that move, he'd fucking lose it. He's that's like, Don't so fucking, funny. That's a cheat move. You can't. Do that's so funny, man. That's what. That's when, like, there were always moves like that in every old school game. Yeah, hockey was if you came out of the from the corner. To yeah, like, it went around the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like I like cheating on games. Yeah, they're too good now. They're too smart. <laughs> Those fucks. What do you play now? Just the sports, eh? Still Madden. Yeah. Are you PlayStation or uh, Xbox? I have an old Xbox. What's three sixty? What's the new one? The new one's Xbox one, right? One I, have the, or next? I don't have the new one. I have the past one. Is it one called Next? 360. Next 360 and a one, maybe? I don't know, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just play the Madden or NBA 2K, so I'm, I'm all right. I was always a PlayStation guy. I was 
Yeah, I had a PlayStation in college. I just liked the Xbox controllers better for some reason. I never liked the Xbox controllers. I, I, was, I, 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 I don't know. The PlayStation one just fits. I got tiny little hands for a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> just really got to approach uh, video games differently. I understand. Um, okay, let's let's get on track here. This isn't what the Potato Files is I'm all sorry. about. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. Uh, uh, you a good student with mom and dad being a teacher? I was... I was up until uh, second semester, grade nine, then I just stopped. Are you going to the school they're teaching at? In grade nine, my mom was there, yeah. She she taught at a Catholic high school for like 20 years or something, and then I was there in grade nine, and then when I was in grade 10, she moved to a different school. You were teasing her. But it was, I mean, it was weird, though, because I went from, yeah, I went <laughs> from public elementary to Catholic high school. Uniform? Yeah, which I love the uniform. I love buddy. the uniform. All about the uniform. I wish we had uniforms just in society. Daily life. Oh, God. The best. Um, but I didn't have any friends. Like, I was, like, literally didn't know a single person. And I was, like, four foot eleven. Like, I was tiny. And I was yeah. just like, oh, I'm, I'm a fucking loser for a couple of years now. And then my mom was the only one I knew in, uh, in grade nine. It's uh, awkward in the lunchroom, eh? Oh, brutal. <laughs> brutal. Barry, come sit with me. Oh, and it was, like, such a big, like, it was a big school. Like, I don't know, whatever. 1500 or I don't fucking know like a lot of kids and it's just like when you're tiny and don't know anyone the catholic school I went to was about 2000 people wow in St. Catharines and then um it's cuz there's only two catholic schools in the whole city and there's like 10 high schools oh shit um so uh they had all had to cram in and we had to come from Niagara Lake to St. Catharines um and uh there yeah 2000 people and then when I went to the Niagara Lake high school which is now closed Niagara district uh, 425 students. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. And I think the school itself was bigger than the Catholic school. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking huge, That's man. messed up. Yeah, you know, this school was built for a lot of people. And uh, I think back, like, when my parents went there, I think it was a full school. But then, like, I don't know, people started going out to Catholic schools and specialty schools, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, left this old public school behind, and it uh, closed down. No kidding. Yeah, now they, uh, like, a private school bought it. And there was, like, this entire wing of classrooms that were never really utilized because they didn't have the space. And now this entire wing is now dorms. Like wow. They went and renovated it and everything. And kids huh. kids live in this shithole. <laughs> That's nuts. Kids live in the place I used to finger bang girls on the high jump mat. <laughs> Sleep well. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Uh, there's, they've built, since I've moved away from hamilton and ancaster they've i think built like two or three more catholic high schools just because i don't know what it was man everyone wanted to go to catholic high school for some it's reason it's weird that the the population is expanding because it does feel like religion is a dying yeah enterprise and also going from public to catholic i was <laughs> i think the reason i did well for a semester is because we were ahead like at least half a year on mm -hmm. everyone so like all the stuff I was learning in grade nine, I'd already learned in grade eight. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fucking, it was weird. I had, I went to three different high schools. Um, one grade nine, one was like, I think I was in one, one I went to one for one semester in grade 12. Um, but, and then the, the other I was in for the rest of it. So like oh, nice. 10 to 11 and then like my victory lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Did you have OACs? No, there was it was available, but that was you just yeah. that was just me getting my thirty. Yeah, but yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, I was there for that year too, and I believe I collected three OACs. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
the fuck? I was going somewhere with that. I don't even know. Um, we're talking about the uh... oh, the what you learn. Um, I uh, I was supposed to read the same book in all three different high schools at different. Oh really? Yeah, grade nine at the Catholic school, uh, grade eleven at the one public school, and then again grade twelve at the other public school. Really? That's yeah, fucking weird. I've, it was the Hobbit. I had to read the Hobbit. Oh. Um, I've, uh, I've never read the Hobbit before. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was told three times. Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't read it. I haven't even seen the fucking movie. Fuck Bilbo Baggins. I don't, yeah, I, I never got it. Did you ever get into that Lord of the Rings? Never seen a Lord of the Rings movie. I, I saw think, the first one and I wanted to kill myself. I think I started reading the Hobbit and right. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. And I just never read it. And I kind of, I remember grade nine, I, I, a buddy kind of helped me fake my way through, uh, like, whatever fucking we had to write about it and shit. Yeah, nice. And then I was like, I never have to deal with that again. And then I saw it again, and I just flat out, like, I'm not fucking doing this. And yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I remember that happened to me in, um, well, most years. I didn't read the books either, but I remember one day in OIC coming in, and they're like, you ready for the test? And I was like, on what? And like, the Great Gatsby? And like, I haven't even opened it yet, so let's go. Let's see what's up. Uh, was he great? <laughs> the movie sure wasn't yeah i did watch that that was my my i rented it before the exam the movie still in still bombed whatever. uh oh the old movie i was thinking i was like the exam. oh the leonardo dicaprio the leo one yeah no yeah there was one i think it was robert redford was in really yeah, yeah. i should watch that one uh, i might uh i watched train spotting 2 last night I had no idea there even was one yeah it was all right um i don't like that they just fucking leave it alone yeah it's such a good movie there's no there's no need yeah no exactly like but it was like it was kind of like it was a 20-year follow-up like where are these people now oh and it was uh it was kind of fun but i'm still like it it wasn't necessary didn't need to be done yeah Yeah, yeah. so many movies like that slapshot 2 i've never watched it so there's i saw there was a baldwin brother in it i was like you're gonna you're gonna ruin my childhood (laughs) and it's weird that my childhood movie was a rated r movie from the 70s (laughs) (laughs) tits but no bush yeah hey classy (laughs) classy cinema yeah i watched the fucking slap shot when i was a kid and it was yeah rated r hmm i don't think i've ever seen slap shot to be honest well you weren't a hockey kid so you wouldn't you wouldn't give two shits no exactly you were at home watching Space Jam. You want to talk about Space Jam all day? <laughs> I got it. I got it locked down. There was never basketball leagues in uh, when I was growing up. All we had was like intramural school basketball. I think that's what it like because we played or myself and like my buddies growing up. We played in um, Hamilton at rec leagues. Okay. And um, yeah, my parents got me into that early, and I, yeah, I just loved it. I, th- I thought it was the best. Uh, and then it was yeah, just like a Saturday afternoon it wasn't like an organized league or was it yeah it was like a house it'd be like house like like hockey i guess basically you know and then yeah we had i played in elementary school and then in high school i didn't even try out because again i was like tiny and uh Mm -hmm. new to the school i was like i don't have the confidence to fucking go to these tryouts you kidding me my uh my basketball uh claim to fame is uh intramural league um all the catholic elementary schools from the niagara region uh, we we would play once a year in a tournament. Oh, nice! It was a one day tournament. Oh, and uh, I remember we were in the final game, <clears throat> and uh, we were down. We were down by one. I had the fucking ball. Whoa! I'm getting guarded by Dallas Green. Oh, from nice! City in color. He's very good. He's at very good. Yeah. I fucking faked him out. Did a fucking dream shot. No. Won the fucking no! game. No, really? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, cut to the next year. We're in high school together, mm. and. Uh, 
like I, I chirped him about it as much as I could. Cause I'm like, I remember you, you know? And then, uh, and then I was dating his next door neighbor and I was going over there one day after school where I'll go back there together. And I was chirping him about the, the game. So and he good. was like me and you in my driveway right now. No, one on one. He beat me 10, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Good baller. That kid. Good. Baller. He is. Yeah. I, I, when I worked at the edge, I would, see him quite often and uh still see him from time to time we always immediately talk about basketball but yeah he was really good he he had a really cool story where he was playing pickup basketball at a festival with chuck d from public enemy (laughs) yeah backstage or whatever (laughs) i was like jesus christ that's all right that's good times yeah uh yeah yeah i wish i would i we played basketball a lot like uh in the neighborhood um this uh this the the elementary school uh, by, by my house that I could walk to in two minutes, which I wasn't allowed to go to because as a Catholic boy, I had to take the bus for half hour. Uh, yeah, I had one of those schools. Too. It had one of the, it had a nice outdoor court, and uh, we played there a lot. To, nice, uh, but yeah, I, I was never never in a league. But yeah, I just uh, played house league. It was fun. Yeah, well, I didn't have that option. I well, played lacrosse. Yeah, well, in Jesus, the summers. no, I was, a, I was a real man. No, I played soccer. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer and house league baseball. <laughs> so you're a good student getting into high school, and then you don't know anyone because you switched to Catholic. Yeah. And I, then you just kind of, what, you just fade into the background? I, you I don't just, even try to make friends? I ended up making friends. By grade 10, I was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I wasn't, uh, like, a cool kid, but I, I don't think I was, a, you know, one of the biggest losers. Like, I think I was just kind of neutral. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just like, if I was there, no one cared either way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For yeah. the most part. Yeah, look at them now, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now I can't get in anywhere. Uh, yeah, no, and then, um, yeah, I, I just didn't care in high school. Like, I just didn't. Yeah, I, no, I, I did not give a fuck. Yeah, and it's, I mean, in hindsight, you're like, oh, man, I wish, I don't know, maybe I wish I had it done, but I just did not give a fuck. Like, I don't I, know if I, like. Not in a mean way. I wasn't cocky. I was just like, uh, they're like, do this. I'm like, oh, why? Like, I don't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything. I was like, uh. I don't know. I was kind of just, it was a rebellious stage of my life, high school. Okay. And I yeah. didn't like, I was just drinking a lot. Uh, I, I never was really a drug guy. I could yeah. smoke weed and stuff, but yeah. never, uh, I don't know. I, I went through an acid phase in grade nine. Oh, nice. Um, too much acid. Well, and then, uh, do you feel any effects of that? No, no it's fucking bullshit. Man. Yeah. I always wonder that. I did it a couple times, but not enough to be like, yeah, I did. I should have. Effects. I did a lot one night where I should have had effects and fucking <laughs> like I should have been an episode of Degrassi where my fucking head's fried. And everyone's learning a lesson from me, but I uh, made it through. Nice. That's <laughs> were you good. Uh, were you partying in high school? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I would drink more weed and hash. Hash was really big when I was yeah. in high school for some reason, man. It was it was fucked because it was all in grade nine and ten. It was always hash. Like you could not get pot and then by grade 11 i remember that just i remember that year (laughs) yeah 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 it was nuts man 92 93 it was all about hash um and then yeah i would go to like parties and stuff but i was also like just so quiet and i get like socially awkward that i didn't i'd rather just hang out with buddies and Mm -hmm. chill and you know like a group of 10 you never you never were a big drug guy though eh? No, no. Like, I've done harder drugs, but not excessively by any means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just dabbled. Hey, you gotta, you gotta get a little taste, eh? Yeah. And the funny thing is that anytime I've done harder drugs, I've been so drunk that I don't... There's no effects. I have no idea. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a big waste of money going yeah, up my nose. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I've never been a big drug. Like I couldn't picture you 
on coke. Which is <laughs> normal? Regular like, speed? Hey, guys, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, slow down, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Easy there. Fucking. So you hate high school. So then you uh, you uh, go to Mohawk? Go yeah. To Slowhawk College? Yeah. Why? Well, bro- you, you, it was obviously broadcasting, right? First, yeah. First, I went and took two, two and a half semesters of business just because I didn't know what I was doing. And mm-hmm. two of my best friends were going into it so i was like oh, i guess i'll go into business i don't know and then about uh this one night i was laying in bed i used to listen to talk radio when i'd uh, go to sleep and uh i just had like this epiphany like i jumped out of bed and i was like i want to go on a radio i don't know what <laughs> it was fucking weird and i remember like i ran to my parents bedroom and i was like i'm gonna go on a radio and they're like yeah we don't care <laughs> so then i dropped out of mohawk business and then went back the following september for radio and Is then, their radio program separate from their TV? Yeah. I, I got accepted to uh, Mohawk for, I think, TV. That was really that was a really hard program to get into, the yeah. TV one. I, it was the same thing. I got accepted to uh, Fanshawe as well. Oh, nice. Um, so I took Fanshawe. Right. And But uh, yeah, I was almost a Slowhawk kid. Oh, buddy. That school's crazy now, man. Like when I was there, it was you know kind of a smaller community college. It's gigantic now. Yeah, yeah. I it's think expanded. Fanshawe seems to be getting all right, but uh, yeah, it's still community college. You, you, yeah. you can still pay money to take a course in Dude, landscaping, buddy. Some of the classes <laughs> in the radio program were like there was one class class that was about writing a cover letter, like a <laughs> class. It was once a week, and it's just like fucking. And I, the the teacher was just always hammer drunk. Like it was like such a. <laughs> It was so insane. We had uh, a lot of video projects, um, and every single video project I ever did for college always ended with a suicide. <laughs> like a real one? Um, no, it was like it like was always you, staged. Like right, okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, like like the first one was That's nice. Uh, yeah, the first one it was uh, um. My butt. I always use my roommate too. Yeah. Um. As as my uh as my star, and it was like you had to do like a an in camera edit. So like you had to do all your shots simultaneously on the camera and like. Oh okay. So it, it was just a weird like project to get you going, and it was this guy like just going through the his shitty day, and then it, like uh, he ends up fucking like. Uh, jumping in front of a car or something because he, he like he had to get a fucking he had to change his tire and it was like oh the video was how to change a tire and this guy he's throwing the old one everywhere and just so pissed and then he ended up jumping in front of a car that's great and then the, we had to display an emotion in a video um oh. and i had i anyway, again used my uh roommate and just his from morning to night his day just getting shittier and shittier and shittier <laughs> and then it ends with him it was just like a the shot of like his legs on a stool and then he kicked the stool out and then his legs were just dangling there. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Depression. That's that's that. great. Could you imagine what was like your teachers? Like just well, he, like, oh, the one something. took me aside to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, was, of course I would hope so. Yeah, and I uh I just started laughing. He's like, what? He's like <laughs> I was like, dude, I just think this shit's funny. And uh then I was also it was around the time uh remember that movie Dead Man on Campus? It was Zach Morris's fucking movie of uh, when he was in college. Uh, no, it Zach was, Morris had a well, movie. Well, not. It was the guy who played yeah, him, yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark Paul Glossinger. It was him and uh, some other actor that kind of just faded out. Wow. But, uh, but they were like, they were roommates and they were flunking out of college and they were, uh, they found a loophole in the college that if their other roommate were to kill themselves. Oh, I remember that. I remember so that. So they were yeah, just trying yeah, to recruit yeah. 
suicidal so roommates. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I just yeah. said to my teacher then, I was like, and another thing, you, you, you're probably not going to fail a suicidal kid, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's so good. I used to work with a guy that he was about to be let go. And uh, he pulled that card. He's like, I have mental health. I'm going to kill myself. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> he stayed on for another three years, man. Another three years. Uh, so let me get back to uh, your schooling. Because uh, I didn't give a fuck about high school. Uh, I did a year of general arts at Fanshawe. Uh, yeah. Because because I didn't give a shit about high school. And uh, television was a hard program to get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They were like, well, if you do a year of here then you're more likely to get in. Right. Uh, so I did that, got in or whatever. But my year there, I didn't really give a fuck that first year. Yeah. I was just, it was my party year at college. And then as soon as I got into television and I liked it, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like applied myself and I yeah. uh, had a good time and went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me when I switched over to radio too. I It was because I had those extra two years of college. So I was a few years older than everyone, you know, the younger people in the class. And I, I yeah, it was like, Went to every class, you know, had really good grades, just was killing it for sure. And I mean, it's whatever that saying is, you know, it's like if you do what you love, you're not yeah, yeah. working, whatever, you know. How are you? Uh, how were you doing with the ladies back then? I, you know what? I did okay, man. Like I, being like really quiet was always a challenge, but I would always, uh, I'd be okay. I'd be all right. Yeah. Good, good, I'd get, good. I'd get. Still doing okay. I'd get eh? taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, how do you, uh, it's. The Edge, uh, 102.1, what are they, C, C, CFNY? CFNY, that's what yeah. my wife calls it, because she's old school Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you go right to them from college? Yeah, yeah. Internship? Yeah, exactly. That's what I did with uh, with CTV. Right at, yeah, right well, at a college, CTV internship, boom, I got a job. You got to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's they love that, or at least they did, I don't know, I've been in media for a while. But yeah, I um, it was a three-year program again ridiculous yep. the mohawk didn't need to be but <laughs> third year it's like you need to get industry experience get an internship so i was either going to move to mexico with a friend of mine at the end of school we both took spanish lessons we got certified in scuba diving Jesus. and my sister lived down there um so she was like i can get you guys a job no problem come here and like take th- just party with tourists i was like all right we're doing this so i was like i'm gonna go to the biggest station in the country and if i get in there i'll stay if not we're going to mexico and then i went and I interned there i got in the internship mm-hmm. somehow and then i just never left and then how did that work on to uh you getting on air like did you have to yeah so i interned... work your way in yeah yeah absolutely so i interned in the creative department that was like my sort of move like i went to the creative department instead of the traditional methods of their internships mm-hmm. and then got in there and then i got a job working in promotions um and then just all these people got let go or were fired at once and there were two spots for the overnights available and i applied and the first time i went in and applied and showed my demo the program director's like he's like there's no chance you'll ever be on the radio (laughs) he's like you have no energy you don't sound like you're having a conversation with anyone you sound sad as fuck like it's not happening and i was like okay that's fine (laughs) and then so i just i was like a week later, I called him. I was like, hey, man, I went to a speech coach. I went and did this. I went and did this. I didn't, but I told him all this. And he, I was like, can I just show you another demo? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I just did this, like, over-the-top, energetic, like, just... Like, re- turn on your radio voice. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Barry yeah. Taylor. Yeah, 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 like, oh, what's going on? There's a U2 on the yeah. edge. You know? And then uh, he loved it. And he's just like, okay, we can work with this. <laughs> and I, But my whole thing, I was like, man, I was like, if I can just get in on the air for, like, six months doing this bullshit... Slowly slow down. Yeah, I'll slowly... <laughs> turn into myself and then 
Uh, yeah, so then I started doing overnights on Christmas Day, actually, was my first overnight. And I uh, did overnights was for, like... Was it a disaster your first night on air? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't a disaster, but it was, like, everyone thought I was garbage for, like, the... <laughs> like, they used to have this thing called Input 102, where people could call in and leave voicemails, and yeah. then they'd play them on the radio. And if there were any about me, it was just, like, who is this fucking guy? Or I was, like, <laughs> whose relative... <laughs> Is this guy like it was just it was I just got ripped for a good year, but how many years were you on there? Because when I met you, you uh, you were a little more established. Yeah, I was on air for seven years from like oh two to oh nine. Okay, yeah. So I met you in like oh eight. Yeah. So like by then, by yeah, I'd say by like three years in, four years in, I had like evenings and weekends. I was a little more mm-hmm. relaxed. Um, and the thing, the good thing about evenings and weekends is they don't care about those in terms of media because they don't, yeah, all they care about the morning, the morning show, morning, morning drive, afternoon drive. Yeah. That's, that's all the they give is. a shit about. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. they're just like, just don't burn the station down. We'll leave you alone yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. I remember I used to, cause the edge studio used to be right on uh young. Street. Yeah. Young and shooter was awesome. And I come walking by like a Sunday morning, I'd be coming for breakfast and you'd be, you'd look like you were sleeping during a song. Oh dude. Just yeah. Give you a bang on the glass. You're like, okay. Dude, I used to, man, because I, I live from that Young and Shooter studio, I live like a five minute walk. And dude, I used to literally, I, my shift on the weekend started at noon. I would, no exaggeration, get up at 11.50, 11.55, walk out my, of my apartment, get a cab to the studio, walk in, do the first cab break. right outside. Literally, yeah. Literally walk up like time it say hey that was fucking nickelback this is what's coming up and then just go in the bathroom and puke like <laughs> dude it was like a regular that was regular actually, occurrence um i i guess that was kind of like the last big boom of radio back then yeah like because i remember i started listening to the edge when i because i zoomed in around toronto about 2004 okay and uh that's when i was Start turning on the edge, and then, uh, but it was just like, I remember it was, it was a big deal. Yeah, like radio yeah, yeah. was. It was still it was, a thing. Yeah, it was on fire. Fucking the edge, like they were advertising how they were like in the top ten in the world for yeah. like uh, for yeah, listenership yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it was just, it was a big time. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It and was, then, uh, then it all slowly, dude. It's because well, fu- I got into CTV at 2004 and like CTV and radio, it both started going downhill at the same fucking time. Yeah. I remember around, maybe it was a little past 04, but like, do you remember when the comedy network just wouldn't go HD? Yes. There was like forever. <laughs> it was forever. They're just like, no. And I remember cause I was working like with them on something back then. And, uh, my one buddy was like, in with the managers all the time and he's i was like why don't you guys go hd and he's like they're like uh it doesn't have to be the picture doesn't make it funny or something i was just like jesus (laughs) but yeah even when i was in radio i was like you could see it coming like you could see podcasts but i was always about man if the if they ever figure out a way to get the internet in cars like it's over like you're no longer vile like and they're just like ah no it's gonna be amazing forever and no it ain't man yeah it's sad man like the like it's like one person doing eight jobs. Oh, dude! Now, when, I, like... when I started CTV, man, they'd have a Christmas party every year, and I heard the party was a million dollars, the budget. Wow! And yeah. it was like the first one I ever went to. The theme was fire and ice, and it, there was it was the what was that? Uh, the government remember that yeah, uh, old yeah. nightclub? Yeah, they had every room of that whole nightclub wow. rented out, and there was ice sculptures everywhere. And I was just like, this wow. is insane. And then it was just 
I think it was the year fucking with the Enron crash and the whole economy yeah. went to shit. Every every belt just got tightened yeah. up and yeah. fucking it. Everyone's like, oh, we'll just ride it out. We'll ride it out. And once the depression's over, things will go back to normal. <laughs> they just never. never. No. <laughs> it's just so funny because, like, yeah, the, no one, like, just no one accounted for the internet. Like, they're, they're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, no, we're, we're radio. We're TV. Well, we're never going away. It's well, like, back then, like, uh, TV, radio, most entertainment was um, recession-proof. Like, yeah, especially, absolutely. Especially, like, TV and radio because they were free pretty much. Yeah, yeah so exactly. So you can cut out everything in your life, but if you still got a signal coming into your house for free, you're yeah. going to use that. And companies are going to use whatever advertising money they have to get people to come back. Yeah. And what are, oh, people are listening to the radio. People are watching TV. Yeah. But now it's, uh, everything's fucked. Dude, it's over. Media the internet. a different thing now. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And it's, I mean, it's still a good, I still think it's for the better, but it's just no one prepared, like no, none of our higher-ups prepared for it well they i they were just looking to get the fuck out i think yeah there was man there was one because i worked after i got uh fired like i ended up working at a hamilton station on weekends for about a year and i went in and it was this old school studio that they built in like the heyday of radio like the 80s right and the the program director like the boss's office was like fucking tony montagna's uh bedroom you know what i mean like it was just in like he had a full full bathroom and like it was insane and i was like man these guys like lived like fucking million, like rock stars and yeah yeah and now it's uh it's just the saddest shit in the world now like i was talking to uh your your buddy mark breslin's talking to him the other day about uh he was telling me about this documentary about uh delorean the guy who made the delorean yeah and we we're talking about how like Back in the 60s when he was designing cars, he was the rock star back right. then. Like, that was, I don't know, it's just weird thing. Like, now, who who gives a fuck who's designing a car yeah. now? But back yeah. then, they're like, did you fucking see the new Mustang? Like, and that was a big deal. And it's just... That's crazy. Everyone's everyone's attention just always shifts. Oh, it's gone. What, what, what comes after the internet, though? Is there something that replaces that? Man. Like, I can't fathom something else. Like, what would... Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what else there is. Like, I don't... I just, I think it's amazing. But there's got to be something else. Like, because when people are watching TV and listening to radio, they're like, well, this is. Right. This is going to last forever. Right. But there's always going to be something. I feel like this is just the thing that connected everyone, which I think is awesome. It's just we, as people, haven't figured out how to use it for good. I mean, <laughs> there's been some incidences where it, it has worked. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, like, man, if we can all talk to each other, why the fuck aren't we you know, getting on some shit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like we can uh, all literally talk, like, you can, I can get in your pocket, you know? Like, what, mm-hmm. I don't know, we can, <laughs> we can get some shit done here. Uh-huh, but, uh, but everyone's got, everyone's got their own ideas, and then now that everything's coming in, it's just, I don't know, everyone's got a voice, everyone's got a podcast, yeah. Tato Files, Never Sleeps Network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's a good thing, though, I think everyone should have a voice, it's just, uh, you know, how valuable is your opinion? How often are you doing your podcast? Talking Raptors, right? Yeah. We try, we aim for weekly. It's kind of challenging sometimes because if one Everyone's of us on is road. on the road, you know what I mean? It's just you and Reynoldson that do it? Yeah, Nick Reynoldson and I. But we we aim for weekly. We go about from the regular, I mean, for the basketball season. So from October to June, we'll go like almost every week. Yeah, yeah. Every other week at the most. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 I'd love to be on it and talk for two minutes about my Toronto Raptors experiences, and then I got nothing after that. Do you, are you basketball? You're not a basketball fan, right? I stopped watching all sports. I, I just, really? Yeah, I stopped giving a fuck, man. They, they, I don't know. They, I realize if 
I like the Philadelphia Flyers in hockey. Okay. If the Philadelphia Flyers were to win the Stanley Cup tomorrow, my life is not changing in hey, man. any way. That's my favorite movie, A Bronx Tale. That's what got me, man. Like, That's, is yeah. Mickey Mantle going to pay my rent? No, yeah. he's not. Dude, that movie... and. That movie has so many juicy nuggets of knowledge. It's fucking unbelievable. Do you know how hard it is to find that movie in Canada? Like, it's never on Netflix. It's You can't find the DVD anywhere. I don't know what the fuck, why it's so difficult. Buddy, my fucking ex-wife, I tried the fucking, the first date trick with her, and she fucking failed. Oh, that's huge. And I fucking, I'm like, I can't believe you just failed that. She's yeah. Like, oh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. And I fucking should have listened to Sonny. No, yeah. My, the, <laughs> the ex that we were talking about earlier of mine that was a lunatic that, yeah, same thing. She failed that too. Yeah, now you can't even test that on anyone. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we need something else. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is, but. I don't know. We'll find We'll find it. But yeah, no, it was, that was the perfect test. And my ex-wife fucking blew it. And I didn't pay attention. Uh, yeah, well, th- I mean, but then look what, like, right? It's yeah, it rang true. Exactly. Kira, Kira would lock, unlock any door for me, wouldn't you? She listens. She yeah. wouldn't you, baby? I love you, baby. Kira's a door unlocker for sure. <laughs> I can see her doing it. She uh, she has to unlock a lot of doors. I, I refuse to bring my keys if I'm going with her. I'm like, I, I'm not, oh, that's, that's I don't good. want shit in my pocket. Yeah, no, that's a good move. And uh, then I have a, uh, I have a little hiding spot where I I put them outside my house. Oh, nice. sometimes because I don't want to carry them. And then I'll end up hooking up with her out and about, and then she'll just let me in the house, and I'll forget my keys out there. For... <laughs> I'm gonna like, I'm gonna get my car the next day. I'm like, oh, there's no key to start. <laughs> Buddy, you got a couple years till forty. You're fine. I know, I know. I, I got a year and um, a year and a month once this podcast comes out. Right, because we used to do the co-birthday parties. Back mm-hmm. in the day when we were both, uh, when we had all the mutual friends. We should do that again this year, maybe. I can, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. yours, the 18th? No, I was 26. I was after yours. 26. You okay, were right, 21, right. right? 21, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the one year we were at the hideout, and I won a bottle of Jagermeister. Oh, yeah? Do you remember that? It's probably. I don't... It, they gave, they just put a pour on it. Oh, yeah, 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 And yeah, they're yeah. like, here you go, happy birthday. I was Man. like, you gotta be kidding me. And then I, uh... God bless those guys. <laughs> Do you they, go to the new hideout? I've been to the new hideout. Yeah, it's great. It's great, man. Those yeah. the owners, Danny and and um, man, everyone, they're just the best. It's people a in the fucking world. like crying shame that the hideout the is original. now Taco Bell. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's really like a Queen Queen West sucks shit. Yeah, like yeah, people man. used to fucking come for like come into the city for the fucking culture and the cool shit, the one of a kind. So now they come for fucking Popeyes chicken. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's brutal. And even like the cathedral used to be on Queen there, and now it's like a like an urban out for I don't know yeah, it's something. Just, uh, it's so fucking commercial. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, but I, that's the only people that can afford to pay fucking rent. Yeah, right? yeah, no shit. And like I don't know, the city doesn't give a shit. No, they uh, I don't know, they're letting they're letting rent get out of control. They let housing get out of control. They let these condos get out of control. You see our nice view from from uh, the Never Sleep Studio. Those fucking that like line of uh of high rises is built 10 feet away from the gardener oh yeah which has to be torn down eventually right and then uh a lot of these uh they're building one right over here on uh, bathurst and uh lakeshore and okay. they've actually built a part of the structure underneath the gardener <laughs> really and it's like it's like the poured cement like a roof wow. and it's just like you you guys are fucking idiots man this thing wow. is going to collapse yeah but, that's unreal i don't know this city's the city's great. Love Toronto. Um, we, got, <laughs> we got a few more minutes. Let's uh, let's talk about comedy records. Uh, this was something 
you started, I guess, after after radio wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, you. after I got fired, yeah. And then couldn't get another job. <laughs> you uh, decided to say, hey, fuck it, man. Do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Started Comedy Records because, uh, as you know, like a lot of, if you're a stand-up comedian, you need something else, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of our buddies do commercials or... Mm-hmm. I work at CTV. Writing room. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, well, I, I don't know if you're similar to me, but like I have... Like, I don't want to work in a writing room. Like, I don't want to be in a commercial. Like, I don't want any of that. Like, I just wanted to do stand-up. I want to produce and do stand-up. I want, yeah. I want to make big shows. I want to... Uh, but it's always stand-up. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got my festival. I got, like, I, I, I got things I want to set up, but it's always stand-up focused. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't... I was like, fuck, I need something. And then so uh wanted to put together a compilation album with myself and some other new guys. And then... Uh, went to look for like a comedy label and there weren't any in Canada. So then uh, my buddy Joel Carrier at Dying Alone Records was Good like... Good St. Catherine's boy. He is a St. Catherine's boy. Yeah, he's uh-huh. d- d- Dallas's manager, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he was like, oh, I'll put it out for you. And then I was like, that's awesome. And then I was just like, oh, can I just keep putting out albums? And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So just started doing that as like literally like that was my goal. was like that was going to be my part-time job. And then Have you up. separated from Dying Alone? No, or we still work with yeah, Dan. Yeah, they still, they still distribute us. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that. Holy shit! Talk about no. He's success. doing great. Joel's good, doing good, very, very good well. Good lord, that is. They're doing stuff. I've never even. And plus, they're doing stuff. Um, like we're talking about how industries get away from people. Like the old school doesn't know what to do. But Joel was new school in the music industry. And yep. Was like, okay, well, I'm going this direction. Yeah, and yeah I'm yeah. going on my own. Yeah. And he's fucking killing it. He's yeah, legit destroying. And yeah, he he's got a label and his management so it's possible you know mm-hmm. um so yeah so started doing that just as a means of another another job and something to do and uh <laughs> push your friends forward and yeah yeah exactly yeah and can put produce shows like you know it's always more fun to do a show with people you like than mm-hmm. getting set on sent on a show oh, and, yeah. and i uh <laughs> yeah you mentioned mark breslin I, I i talked to him when i still worked in radio as an attempt to just like get into stand-up and he he just screamed at me just just <laughs> screamed at me and i was like wow no i'm never looking at working with that guy and uh yeah so i was like i needed something to do he, on my he own. wasn't a fan of your comedy records thing you started was he no no but he i mean like what happened was i was working in radio but i worked monday tuesday wednesday evenings so i couldn't really get out to open mics other than thursday at yep. mcveigh's right and then so Manolis, uh, who's a buddy from back in Hamilton, is like, you should call Mark Breslin and say, hey, man, can I just have like a five-minute spot on a show and I'll promote it on the radio and get people out? And I was like, all right. And then I called him and uh, just made that suggestion. And he just instant immediately started screaming, like immediately. <laughs> and I was just like, I remember just being in shock. I was like, dude. I'll just go. Like, what if, was he screaming about? Just he, you he's just you like, can just come over yeah. here and get. He's in like, a- who do you think you are? You think you can get on my stage? You think you can do this? And I was like, dude, I was like, I'm sorry, Manolis just suggested. And he's like, Manolis doesn't run my company. I was like, cool, man. Like, I'll go then. And uh, and he's just like, you. He's like, you know how many people are dying to get on this? And I was like, all right, dude, fine, sorry. And then <laughs> and then he's like, listen, I'll put you on Wednesdays. And I was like. I work Wednesdays. That's the whole point of this. I can't get on. Yeah. And he's like, well, how bad do you want it? I was like, I'm not quitting my full-time radio job to do Wednesday nights. With- For free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so that just immediately torched that bridge. And then once you started Comedy Records, he had a problem with that as well. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't. Well, there was a like bunch that. of guys 
Yuck's guys on the first compilation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I actually, I, cause I, like, I was new to comedy. I didn't know how it worked, right? So I, I actually remember talking to him and I was like, hey, man, like, these guys are going to do the album. Are you okay with that? Not that in hindsight, I'm like, why the fuck did I care if he was okay with it? But it was yeah. a respect thing, you know? And he said, yeah, sure, go, whatever. I was like, all right. And then once he, we did it, and then he could kind of see that what we're doing. He's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, I don't, you guys can't do this. And I was just like, all right. Well, yeah, nobody but. likes competition. No, no. And no, I mean, we were talking about this earlier off podcast. No one in this country wants to collaborate either. Like, if, yeah. dude, I mean, like we, like you and I, who are comedians and producers, I think that's what it is, man. If it's like just an agent or producer, they don't yeah, understand. Yeah, you need the, like-minded people that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got their own ideas. And like, if you try to pitch something to somebody and they're like, well, I'd rather just do this way. It's. Uh, yeah. You just got to find the like-minded person. I guess. Yeah, no, exactly. And there's just. You'd just get so much further ahead because, I mean, Canada's a shit show for comedy. Mm-hmm. There's no industry. so No. And then you just got these agencies fighting over the little industry that there is. And you're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're, we're doing okay, though. We're, we're gonna all going to figure it out. By the time we hit 50, Barry, yeah, yeah. it's, oh, it's going to be in order. Icebreakers is going to be awesome this January. Fucking yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, next week, if you're listening to this That's podcast, right. uh, check out, uh, I'm doing an album recording down there with Comedy Records. Yeah. And uh, Barry Taylor's going to, he's going to bring some Comedy Records people down there. We're going to do a big Comedy Records showcase. It's going to be a good time, guys. Come out to that. Um, go out to see, uh, how often you do that? Uh, what is it? Winona Lodge? Uh, yeah, that's the first Thursday of every month. You got to do that again. Yeah, I, I, I haven't done that in a year. The uh, That's Comedy Record Showcase, first Thursday of every month. And plus, now starting at the Comedy Bar, yeah. the last Thursday of every month? Last Thursday of the month, we're doing a, a show where it's the few comedians we're working with. We're just going to do a regular monthly show for that. So it's like a showcase and, and record it to make videos and... Uh, you know, use it for like festival pitches and all that shit. So people cause... will be bringing their fucking A game. Yeah, guys. that'll be fun. So, so that's the last Thursday of every month at Comedy Bar. First Thursday, Winona Lodge, and then twenty fourth and twenty fifth at Icebreakers. Yeah, ComedyRecords.ca. Where what's your socials? Let them know your socials, BT. Comedy Records. All just Twitter, find Comedy Records. Twitter and Instagram. I still have my own personal. I just BT jokes. BT jokes. Did you, yeah. you ever throw out any jokes on that? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a well, was, that was a, bear funny motherfucker. Yeah, that was a that, that was a, yeah, the old dude. radio days. The yeah. very funny joke. Yeah, yeah, dude. That because that was like when I got let go. I I was working with uh, a management company, and they're like, "You have to get on Twitter." And I was like, "I don't understand what this is." Yeah. And they're just like, "Just you just write a joke every day." And I was like, so it's for jokes. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, all right, BT jokes. And then I started writing jokes. And they're just like, eh, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> Shortly later, they let me go. Uh, I used to love on the radio your old, uh, the, the Barry funny jokes. Yeah. Do you know any? Can you give us a Barry oh, funny man. joke to close this out? God damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I can. Those, I mean, the one that actually I, that I've. Use, Whatever one sticks in your head. Yeah, the, I got this one. There's the what do you call a f- uh, French guy that urinates oxygen? Pierre. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Right? How do they find me? Very funny joke. How did I not get another job after that? <laughs> guys, get out there. See Barry. Uh, go buy some records from Comedy Records. They're on the. You guys know how to buy records, don't you? Um, and uh, come see me every single Wednesday at the Underground for Dopamite Comedy. 
And I'm Jeff Paul Comedy on all the socials. You guys know how to do it. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of The Potato Files. Thank you to my guest, Barry Taylor, for being here. Thanks to my producer, Baba, Jewy, Alex Ross. And thank you all for listening, especially you, Tim Golden. Love you, baby. Mwah, mwah. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.